probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to the Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me once again in the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He is a man who... Seismic charge! <laughs> Dude, I was wondering, wait, hang on, what's going on? What is going on here? <laughs> I thought you were so overexcited, you accidentally pressed one of the sound effects or something. Seismic <laughs> charge! You naughty, naughty boy. It is another episode, it's another week, and therefore it is another blight pun. Well done, Matty boy. 96 episodes in, we got to 100 to complete those blight puns. How are you feeling on that, mate? Um getting there i think i may have one or two more and getting over the line is going to be a bit of a struggle but uh anything to hear the sound of a seismic charge though oh mate we love it we love a cheeky blismic charge don't we that's it, we mate. Here we go. it. One, more, one more for the people in the back stunning 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 if i don't hear a wedding ceremony this year that doesn't include that i'm gonna go mental <laughs> so if you're listening, you're getting married in 2021. Yeah. Charge. Yeah, let us know. Record it and send it in. Get in touch, yeah? Um, mate, new year. Lots of new things in the pipeline uh, for us, for the podcast, for Star Wars, for lots of different things, mate. And I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing to share what we got planned. Um, but just, just general Star Wars chit-chat, mate. You know, I've missed it. I've missed it, and I, I'm I'm ready to get back in the chair and shoot the galactic breeze. Oh yeah, yeah, man! First show of 2021, so let's hope this year's is a little bit more positive. But given the Star Wars content we've got to look forward to, we should be in for some streets and surprises, and I'm sure we've got more coming. But firstly, mate, I haven't actually asked you how on earth are you? Oh, mate, no, I am good. I am very, very good. Um, that's really just. Our world is filled with escapism and just trying to stay positive, really. So, yeah, that's it, to be honest. What about you, mate? No, same, mate, same, mate. Uh, a bit under the weather, as I've mentioned to you, feeling a bit ropey, but nothing like a dose of Star Wars to make you feel a lot better. So uh, I'm here for that. And, oh, I can hear uh, some good news coming in the background regarding some patrons oh yeah we got some good news uh in fact we want to thank some of our latest patrons we got a spicy squadron of patrons come in in the last few weeks and uh here are some shout outs to those guys paul mulholland who joined at the this is where the fun begins tier commander lara maluran who joined at the high ground tier Big shout out to Andreas Vitrachos, who joined at the I Am The Senate tier. Tenet tier. And lastly, big shout out and big love to Steve Mithrandir, who joined at the I Am The Senate Same. tier. So, mate, 
big shout out to those absolute gangsters. Sorry if I've mispronounced any of those, but there we go. Welcome to the Spicy Family. I uh, hope you enjoy all the content on the old patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yeah, thank you so much for joining up at those tiers. We appreciate each and every one of you and those wonderful names. Commander Milo Run. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Star Wars Rebels, good on you. Um, thank you. I hope you enjoy the content we're going to put out. We've got some cool stuff we're going to be putting out, as well as some stuff towards the end of this month, which we're pretty psyched to uh, drop for you guys. So, yeah, thank you. We really appreciate you jumping aboard the Spice Train like that. And uh, can't thank you enough. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, and speaking of noises, in the uh, in the background, I'm sure I can hear the, the bells of Big Ben Kenobi, which surely can only mean one thing. Oh, my boy, it does. It means... It's a Galactic News Round. Mark Hamill has called his cameo in The Mandalorian the greatest gift. Ross Speedman, the Master Skywalker youngling in Revenge of the Sith, has revealed Hayden Christensen simply shouted boo in order to frighten the child actors. In a poll conducted by Radio Times, Darth Vader was voted the greatest movie villain of all time. And director Patty Jenkins has confirmed that the story treatment for Star Wars Rogue Squadron has been completed. Hi, I'm Ken Absock, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Now, we've waved goodbye to 2020 in our last episode with our favourite moments of that year in Star Wars and the highs and the lows and the memories from the Rise of Skywalker premiere as well. Uh, but So we wanted to kick off 2021 in similar fashion, and we're going to look forward to what is coming out in 2021 in the galaxy far, far away. We've just mentioned that there's some cool stuff to look forward to and undoubtedly stuff that hasn't been announced yet. But what better way, mate, to kick off the year than to have a little look forward? Absolutely, mate. You know, um, Mandalorian was a big deal last year. Clone Wars Season 7 was a huge deal. There was loads of canon that got released and not long before that, you know, it was the rise of Skywalker. As as we were kind of like summarising last week, it felt so fresh and now we it really feels like we're entering into a new era of star wars you know where there's not any sort of cinematic releases coming anytime soon or it certainly feels like that um but we have other stuff we have another star wars tv show um in fact we've got a few on top of books comics further canon material so really we're just having a deep dive into that um matty boy do you know what mate let's let's get it out of the way first because there's no pub stories today there's no stories about us sneaking into the old leicester square rise of skywalker premiere running around hotels this week climbing onto the roofs well mate i wish i wish imagine that i was thinking about that the other day actually like thinking back on our last week's episode, I was like, "Man, imagine if we got up there. We'd be up there like two minutes. Matt would have seen his his beloved uh, Daisy Ridley, and then a security guard would put a pint over him. Yeah. Whack! <laughs> Do you want a pint over your head? Bang! 
that's it. And then you um, and Blizzard would have had to hold the fort. Yeah, it would have been carnage. Yeah, we would have had to have we've had to done like some proper Kerastasi, you know. Uh, we Good love it. Oh, winky winky, um, mate, <laughs> mate, matey boy, matey boy. Out of the canon and, and the Star Wars releases for 2021, um, what are you kind of is? Is there anything that you're kind of dreading? Because I ask you that question because you do like to take in all of the canon or most of the canon, right? So comics, books, and and cartoons and films. Is there anything where you're like, do you know what? Really cannot be faff to read that or do that. What do you reckon? Oh. <laughs> can of Pepsi. Can of Pepsi under the weather. Um, I need a sugar hit. It's a good question, actually, because we don't... What it's, just, it's, just, it's just standard Pepsi, actually. Um, I usually opt for a Pepsi Max, but um, I picked up a Pepsi today because in my... Oh, I didn't pick it up, but in my uh, hubris, I thought, oh, no, the sugar will sort me out, but I'm not sure, actually sure it will. No, nah, it will, mate. It'll get you through the rest of the potty. I'm telling you. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Yeah, so uh, what, what do you reckon? I know it's not usually how we start our main discussions. We like to be quite positive, but is there anything you're really dreading? Um, nothing I'd say, like, actually dreading. If I was going to rank what we've got in front of us now... I'd probably put um, the Thrawn book at the bottom wow. because I, I, I've i mentioned it on a couple of the shows I've done recently. I like the Thrawn books. I do, but I don't get excited by them. Right. I, think they're, they're, I think they're fine. I mean, the last one actually was quite good, uh, Chaos Rising. I'm looking at it now, trying to remember the title. And this new one coming out, Greater Good, not only though I think the title was a bit <laughs> naff, um, <laughs> I don't know if it, right. if, if I had to pick anything up. I, if, if, sorry, if there's one I had to sort of like sacrifice this year, do it, make the sacrifice. It would be that one because there's a lot of other good stuff coming out this year. Not everything, like you've said quite rightly, not everything's going to be great. And I think you'd be even though we love Star Wars, even even we can't be so naive to think everything's going to be great. Obviously, we hope it is, but. I would, if I had to put my money down at the table and say, well, I haven't got enough for one thing, it would probably be the Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good because it's a prequel to the new Thrawn uh, trilogy anyway. So the stakes aren't quite as high as for me. But um, I know, and again, same to yourself. And I know you don't obviously dive into the books as much. I know you you like the comics more. And obviously what we've got coming live action or animated. What's the one, is there anything on this list which you're thinking... Yeah, give or take that. Do you know what, mate? Um, you've already mentioned it. Thrawn Ascendancy, greater good. <laughs> that <Yeah>. name. <laughs> greater good. I know, it's just a really... I I, just, uh, Chaos Rising's fine, okay, if not a bit cheesy, but greater good. Is greater good. Really oh, stupid. Mate. I'm it's... sorry for everyone out there who loves these books, and I, I love the books, you know I do, but I can't get past greater good. Greater good. It's pathetic, mate. It's like it's like they've just had a couple beers and they've watched Hot Fuzz and gone. Do you know what? That's a good slogan. Nick that. Slap that on a book okay, title. Bish bash bosh. It's just not that good. It's not. It's not a great title. I'll be honest with you, mate. I kind of historically speaking, I love the comic books for for newer listeners. I grew up reading a lot of the Star Wars Dark Horse comics. In fact, we put up a quiz last week. Um, and uh, a lot of people thought that Shadows of the Empire was going to be my first comic series I ever 
uh, read. No? It wasn't. It was it was a random issue from Star Wars Empire. Um, and I, I know the cover to this day. I, I forgot the title, but it's one with uh, like Sabacc playing cards, Han Solo's on it, Chewie's on it, and it's like a, on a green table. It, Were you looking for that at MCM last year or whenever it was the year before? Maybe. I, I always look for a copy of it. Always look for a copy of it. Um, I do actually have my original copy. I've kept. Oh, there we it. go. Then yeah. I have kept nice. it. But I, I like to. I like to look for it because I love the artwork, and I thought the artwork in the Dark Horse comics were great. The stories were great. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've just changed, but whenever I start a series, mate, a comic book series, I don't seem to be sold by them. I was, however, really interested in the initial run of the Marvel Star Wars stuff. You know, your Darth Vader stuff, your uh, Star Wars, just titled Marvel Star Wars ones. Um, I thought they were pretty good. But as time has gone by, I can't be bothered with it. I just don't have the time. I don't have the time because I don't find that there's much of a payoff. I started Bounty Hunters, for example. Couldn't get into it, mate. Looked fantastic. Looks gorgeous very 80s super over the top and yeah. i was like this i just thought nah this isn't really about anything is it it's it isn't doesn't really have any meat on it that was my opinion maybe i'm wrong so i look at the comic books there mate i'm looking for something different what excites me the most is the high republic because it's different it's different it's new and i think that's what I loved about the Dark Horse comics when I was a kid. It was all new. Whereas when I'm reading a Darth Vader comic, I've read a Darth Vader comic. I've read so much Darth Vader stuff. Star Wars stuff, done that. Dr. Aphra, it's okay. Dr. Aphra is pretty good. Bounty Hunters tried to get into, didn't. High Republic, that sounds that sounds pretty spicy, mate. It sounds pretty spicy. Um, and it's funny timing, really, because on our day of recording... Um, we got some news on the High Republic, didn't we, mate? Well, I yes, mate. News, but well, we got a we got the live stream on uh, YouTube, Star Wars YouTube channel, and they got all of the um, authors and creators together. To uh, Kathleen Kenny introduced it, which was nice to see. Um, and they basically just kind of announced the High Republic was here. the The first run of books, the the characters we could get used to, and there was a like a one and a half minute. A trailer with inverted commas. It was more uh, concept art, made to look a lot prettier, with a cool voiceover, which I thought was pretty good actually. And yeah, I the comp the the, the live stream itself didn't give too much away, which I didn't expect it to. But what I did notice was that um, for the most part, a lot of people online seem to be pretty stoked for the High Republic, and I know that a lot of our listeners who we've interacted with on socials and Discord are looking forward to it, but. I wanted to kind of gauge what the the greater feeling, the greater good, the greater feeling was of Star Wars fans. But were people actually excited about this? Because we've speculated, and I have on my Patreon show, like, are people really going to dig this? Because obviously it's a publishing initiative to start with. Are people really going to buy into it? But it seems like people are, which I, which, is, which I like the sound of, but people seem to be excited by what they're seeing, mate. Yeah, I mean, I know uh, by the time this show is out, your review of the book would already have been released. Can you give us a, sh- a very short, in a couple words, review without any spoilers? It's one of the best canon novels I've read. Shut up. Say. Shut honestly, up. Honestly, and I'll give you a reason why. And if, for those who've heard the review, 
it's similar to what Rem was just alluding to, Luke was alluding to that. The reason why, it, firstly, it was really well written. I wasn't sure whether Charles Saul would be able to translate from comics to books, but mm-hmm. he really did. It was very cinematic feeling. It felt big. The bad guys felt bad. You know, they felt like they were a threat. They really did. But it was the S word, which I called stakes. There were stakes here. When I read Bloodline, I know that General Leia's not going to die. I know Thrawn's not going to die. Resistance Reborn, I know Rose, Finn, Ray, English Rose, and Poe, they're not going to die. But when I watch, really read the High Republic books, you know, everything's on the table. You know, every, and the book gets not, not, not grim as in like R-rated, but, you know, stuff happens in the book. There are twists and turns, and I'm like, I didn't expect that whatsoever. So it kept me on my toes, and that's why it's one of the best new canon novels I've read, because... I didn't know what to expect. You weren't, nobody really seemed to have plot armor, particularly apart from one or two people. Um, so I felt like I was on a bit of a ride for the whole time, mate. That's amazing. That is amazing to hear. Well, you've still got my copy, haven't you, mate? So at some yes, point, I'm we'll, have get that in out. we'll have to figure that out at some point, and I'll have a little read of that. Um, fiction is hopefully really, you enjoy. Yeah. yeah, fiction isn't really my thing, but I will, um, I'll give it a go nonetheless and hopefully i uh i really enjoy it because yeah like you said mate it's it's really nice to have something again in star wars that is winning over a lot of fans that people seem to be really enjoying and what i will say is just soak it all up if you're a star wars fan you know the success of mando season two bad batches come in clone wars season seven killed it you know we've got high republic here a lot of people seem to be you know really praising that just soak it all up and savor it savor it it is all call that dressing all over it and and soak it all up and just on that point mate is not to take your time but it feels new as well it doesn't feel like the same old stuff i've read before it feels like a new era so people going in to read it you feel like you're in a different time in the galaxy which i thought was great mate that's that is quality and it's stuff like that that's actually got me really excited because i'll be honest mate i have not heard this kind of response to a star wars book in a while in a long time i know there were some people who really liked the ahsoka stuff um yeah and again even when someone says oh yeah that's really good book you you should listen to the ahsoka book even like um the audio book ashley Eckstein um narrates it so for, for every person that says that there's someone saying yeah it's a bit boring um so to hear so much positivity around the high republic like the jedi book dude i am you know it really it really has sparked my interest and for me mate and i don't know if this this applies to you personally for me that kind of summarizes my whole feelings toward books and comics in star wars at the moment uh or for 2021 i should say you know I'm I'm really intrigued by the High Republic. I may dive into some other stuff. Knowing me, I'll probably pick up a few comics at some point. Um, but you never know. If this High Republic thing, if I really get stuck into it, I could get the bug, mate. You never know. Never know. Stranger things have happened, and hopefully you do get it. But if you don't, it's just the way it goes, isn't it? So um, the first comic actually comes out the day this episode drops. So by the time this episode drops, High Republic uh, episode, sorry, issue one has, will have dropped the Marvel High Republic run. So uh, that's exciting as well. And um, yeah, I've, I'm looking forward to the High Republic most because there's an awful lot of good stuff there. The comics look good from what I've read so far. Light of the Jedi looks good. I've got A Test of Courage and Into the Dark teed up to 
uh, read. Again, thank you to our friends over at Delray. So hopefully you can drop a review of them very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned the Thrawn book that's coming out. Alphabet Squadron, Victory's Price is coming out, which is the third uh, installment of Alexander Freed's Alphabet Squadron trilogy. I've enjoyed the first two an awful lot. Again, stakes. New, it's, it, it's, it's an on-running thing with me. The Alphabet Squadron book, new characters, it introduces the stakes. A lot of my love for the Mando comes for the original crew and cast because stakes. You don't know what's going to happen. I hate re- re- using that word again, stakes, but you don't know what's going to happen. There's, it feels like you know everything feels menacing because you, you haven't got the plot armor of knowing that they're in the prequels or the sequels or the OT. So um, Victory's Price I'm looking forward to. And there is a Mandalorian novel coming out in November. Adam Christopher's writing it. He's a sci-fi novelist. It's untitled. We don't know what it's about yet, but that's been pushed back a year to this November. So uh, would a Mandalorian novel interest you at all, mate? Maybe. Maybe. I'd r- I'd rather read an original story if I'm gonna if I'm gonna if I'm gonna read a novel, to be honest. Um so yeah. I- I'd rather get the art of the Mandalorian Ooh. book, to be honest. That looks absolutely incredible. Big shout out to that, whoever's managed to get their hands on it, because that is very sought after. Like yes, all things with a Mandalorian logo slapped on it um dude i was even like looking the other day man i was looking on our boys uh website over at nerdbase.co.uk yeah and i was like man i fancy having a look at what what they got for star wars stuff mandalorian stuff it's pretty much all sold out everywhere like amazon ebay charging ridiculous prices or or sold out People love Mandalorian merch, man. And I was I was speaking to my boy Dan Sexton, our boy Ooh. Dan Sexton, our household rapper. Um I was speaking to him this morning actually, and he was he said he was walking his dog with his missus down South End Seafront the other day, and uh just walking by and there's a little lad like with his baby Yoda toy just walking along and he's like talking to his mum all about the Mandalorian. And it's just stuff like that. Like you really I'm I'm starting to see so much Mandalorian stuff around. Just people wearing T-shirts, you know, kids picking up toys, the pop vinyl, the 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 Grogu or the child pop vinyl, most sold pop vinyl of all time. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? It's ridiculous, mate. It is ridiculous. You know, the Mandalorian has a, a, an immeasurable amount of soft power and i say immeasurable but that's because disney plus keeps the facts from us <laughs> they keep yeah. the facts from us <laughs> but you can kind of gauge from like analytics like google analytics and stuff like that for, for to, to see how successful a show is and the mandalorian seems yeah. to be killing Social it. media trends and stuff like that right right and that mando is it is killing it and uh yeah that's really really nice to see and to be honest mate uh we, we're getting more tv action this year um and it all feels quite surreal doesn't it really you know uh, bad batch uh star wars visions and of course another show that i'm sure we'll get to that no one's probably ever heard of um small thing what do you reckon about star wars visions and i know we've kind of we, we've mentioned this on our announcements episode but what are you thinking you know, I on the announcements episode, I was um, I mentioned that. You know, I'm actually quite intrigued by Star Wars Visions because it's different. I we're crying out for something different, or lots of people are crying out for something different in Star Wars, and now we're getting was it ten ten anime short films 
from like the best Japanese animators and studios there are, telling like these different uh, stories with a different uh, diverse cultural look at Star Wars. I'm intrigued by that, mate, because I'm I, I'd love I any time they can give Star Wars to different people or people who haven't usually dabbled with the IP before. Mm-hmm. who come from a rich storytelling background i'm all for mate and again i don't know the animators i can't sit here and name them because i'm not even sure they've been released yet but just from what i've heard mate it sounds interesting they're only going to be short i don't know how long that could be 10 minutes 15 20 minutes that could be five minutes for all we know but i just think it's exciting because the little that i've watched of anime it's one of my big like, gaps in my filmography but i'm aware of like the impact on pop culture and how deep their stories can go um, it, it excites me, mate. It, it really does excite me. Again, I'm not expect. I'm not sitting here expecting anything necessarily earth shattering, but I'm quite excited for it, just for something a little bit different, mate. Yeah, mate. I, I think that's a really good shout. That is a really good shout. I, I, I'm looking forward to to seeing uh, what comes out of it. I I'm not a super anime fan. I'm surrounded by a lot of anime fans. <laughs> so it's it's rubbed off on me. Or I grew up with a lot of anime too. So where I don't count myself as a big anime fan, I have seen a lot of household anime films because of my brother. Uh my friend Callum, one of our one of our patrons actually, Callum yeah. Steed, shout out. Um absolute gangster. He he's well into his anime and he he showed me some marvelous modern anime films one of my mm-hmm. favorites being your name really yeah, and he still needs to watch that mate really crazy really really crazy film but gorgeous and just so original that's what i love about these japanese stories they're 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 so original and and sometimes a bit far-fetched but you know the uh dare i say my boy the execution of them is yeah, there we go. We got there. It, is, it wasn't in the normal place. It, it was spot on. It is spot on. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. For me, I did say this on a previous pod. Um, for me, it seems like something that they'd put on their YouTube channel. You know, like kind of, it's kind of like Adventures of the Galaxy, right? Is that this series? Is that the name? Adventures of the uh, Galaxy, Star Wars Adventures. Oh, I know, I know, I know what you, which one you mean. I know which one yeah. what you mean. On Galaxy of Adventures, Galaxy of Something Adventures. Like that, yeah. That's the name. That's the name. Uh, Galaxy of Adventures on YouTube, Star Wars Kids uh, channel. Um, yeah, and and do you know what? There's a lot of those. Are very good. Really fun. But that's okay, great. And I'm sure there are some kids that absolutely adore them. And I'm sure there's some people that's their introduction to Star Wars. But for me, mate, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not staying up with excitement thinking about this. Because once again, you know, let's go back to what we were just talking about with regarding the books. It's not original. You know, we're not really learning anything new here. We're just kind of looking at the same story maybe from a different perspective and and in a different art style that's my understanding of it i think they're new story i think they're all new stories are they really yeah i think they're all original stories yeah it's not it's not like um whereas galaxy of adventures obviously like a a, a kiddie a fun take on the galactic events i believe these are all new original stories mate which is what get which is what gets me kind of intrigued as to what these people but, can do when we say original stories right what we what are we talking about? What are we new talking characters, about? Characters, like, new, new things, yeah. You're kidding me. 
Yeah, so if the, that's what I've been reading up about it. My foot understanding is that there's ten original stories, so it's not based so, upon anything, any other film or book or anything like that. It does say here, right? It says here, uh, presenting all new creative takes on the galaxy far, far away. Star Wars Visions will be a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. I just took that as, you know, like celebrating because they've got these, they've got the best uh, anime artists to come on and give their take on Star Wars. And they're probably fairly positive stories. I can't imagine there'd be too many like um, dark stories, but as far as I'm aware, they're all, they're new, um, new stories. I don't, they're not existing takes, uh, which I prefer. I'd rather not see another look at the, um, at the Hoff. <laughs> yeah, at the Hoff or how Luke and Han rescued Leia or vice versa. I've seen that before, um, and Galaxy of Adventures did that. So I, it, as far as I'm aware, it's all new. And if it is, I'm fully on board. If it isn't, then I'll check it out whilst I'm having a cup of tea and a biscuit. But, right. Um, I won't be quite as intrigued if it's the same of what we've seen before. Right. I'm, I'm pretty much the old uh, hot cuppa and a biscuit watching Star Wars Visions anyway. I'm leaning toward that anyway. But I'll still watch it. And you never know, mate. We might watch this and be like... Fl- flaming heck mate boy did you see that star wars visions yesterday this is a main show jobby this is yeah hopefully right. star wars visions recap right oh mate imagine that that'd be filth uh, in filth. an ideal world mate we do a recap for every single one of those shows that they um that they stopped at that investor day thing last year worst english ever because i'm so excited for all of them and look the next what about um what about the bad batch mate because we've both been it's funny because the last this time last year we were talking about the Clone Wars season seven, and we were saying, Do you know what? It will probably be okay. You've, you've all heard this. Uh, the OG of the show will have heard this before, but we were like, It will be fine. You know, it'll be good fun, I'm sure, but we'll probably put it at the bottom of our list for this year. Uh, and we both really dug season seven for the most part of the Clone Wars. And we've both kind of said that the Bad Batch, whilst it sounds pretty cool, you know, it's you know, probably, um, we're not as excited as we are for other things, but. Um, the more I see of it, and the, when the trailer dropped, I'm like, you know what? I'm, the, I'm getting more and more sort of interested by the idea of it. Part of that is also because we have no, we're on like the come down, like the hangover now. We've had the Mando, we're in that kind of period now where, you know, I, I want more, of, I want as much content as possible because we had such a great time with the Mando and getting all of this new stuff. So, I'm looking forward to it just for something to watch. But you know, seeing people like um, our Fennec Shand going to be in there, and who else may or may not turn up, and the time period it's set i don't know i'm i i'm getting more and more uh into the idea of it as the day goes by um what about you though mate is your uh excitement grown and who's gonna die first <laughs> which bad fact is going first it's tech tech yeah. is gonna die first <laughs> tech is gonna die first because he's the most annoying one um yeah. no i'm joking but record's gotta go the big boy but i'm joking i kid of course um do you know what mate my intrigue of the old Bad Batch has uh, it's gone up a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm I am a, I am a bit keen on the old Bad Batch now. I'm like, do you know well, what? Let, it was that trailer, and I can't help but feel like the 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 plethora of announcements that we got a few weeks ago has kind of overshadowed the fact that we got a new Star Wars trailer only a few weeks ago for a new show. Um. It looks good, mate. Uh, I, I'm glad they've retained the Clone Wars animation for this. Um, to me, again, I may have already said this. To me, it looks like 
it's or, or feels like i should say it feels like a successor to the clone wars a real successor i'm not just talking about oh yeah they cancelled clone wars and they're doing rebels a different animated show no this actually feels like no this is the continuation of the clone wars what happens to the clones after revenge of the sith that awkward period of time where the clones are day by day getting older and older you know what is what is a clone day or a clone year in human years an actual humanoid years do you know what i mean it's because they're accelerated they're growing That's right, yeah, yeah. um really interesting mate really interesting I, I think we could see some excellent storytelling here some really interesting storytelling um that is as about as much as I can say, I think right now, because again, it is just a animated show. No disrespect, right? Because I love the animated shows, but and live action, of course, mate, goes without saying. Um, do you know what? I love the resistance figures. I, th- I may have yeah, you said that before, haven't you? Yeah. The action figures are so cool, and I rarely see them. And again, our guys over at Nerdbase, they got some actually. Yeah, they and have. It, they look really good. I, I like the look of them. I might. Wouldn't it be funny if I had like a collection of those? They're like, you must love, you must love Resistance, mate. When we I'd do like, the rewatch, whenever that may be, you never know. You might be like, I need these figures now, all of them, all of them. I might be like, mate, I, do you know what? I'll walk in with a basket full of resistance figures, Arily, my missus, she'll be like, oh, Luke, what are you doing? Why? What I'll be like, Arily, look into their eyes. Look look at Captain Pyre or whoever it is. No, you're right. It's Captain Pyre. Hey, well done. Uh, Look at Captain Pyre and and tell me this isn't for the greater good. (laughs) (laughs) How many more puns can we get in for that? Look into Kazuda's Iono's eyes. Um, Mate, I, you never know we, when we watch them all again. I, I, I know this is what I'm doing now, but I can't wait to watch that show again in full, not week by week. I want to binge watch it and hopefully um, get into it. But I'm glad to hear that the excitement for the Bad Batch has gone up. Mine's gone up a bit as well, just because it's coming, basically. It's coming soon. Um, actually, I don't know when the release is. I thought I heard somebody say February it was coming, but I'm not, I think that might be wishful thinking. But I reckon it'll um, be May. I reckon it'll right be May. On. We don't know how long it is as well. It's just it's just been called an animated series. It hasn't been called a mini series or an event series. So it's potential it may go on for more than one season. Be interesting if they used a bad batch as another way to bridge the gap between episode three and episode four. Because obviously we've got Fallen Order doing that. We've had Solo. We've had comics and stuff like that as well in books. Be nice to see the bad batch take up some of that time as well. Like you've said, especially when the clones are in force because the clones aren't around in the OT. We know they've got accelerated growth. So at what point did they really become redundant? So there's a lot right. of questions that they could answer. I'm not entirely sure that they're going to, but um, I'll be interested to see, you know, how far down that rabbit hole they go. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. I- I'm looking forward to it. And, y- you know, you've already um, mentioned Fennec Shand. Um, yeah, Fennec, you know. Fennec. Now, in the Mandalorian season finale, we did get a little welcome surprise. You know, we heard from multiple people, sources, news articles, you know, people saying there's going to be a Boba Fett show. After Kathy Kennedy does the announcements, you know, of all the Star Wars stuff, is there a Boba Fett show on there? No. Nowhere to... No, Boba Fett. 
been chucked off the ship. Um, Noba Fett. Yes, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Dad jokes. Oh, we love it. We love it. Um, Listen, uh, the book of Boba Fett. Mate, I just want to say one more time, how good is that name? Oh, mate, how good was the reveal when big boy Boba is sitting on that throne mm-hmm. and he's got Shand mm-hmm. necking her spotchka. And I say it again, <laughs> she she needs her own throne. You can't have her sitting on the on your well, arm, fit, mate. Be a gentleman. Do, do you know what, mate? Like I have the thing is right. She's not a queen because she's she's <laughs> indebted to to that's, Boba, right? That's right. As long as he doesn't like put her in, like put her in a chain like they did they did nah, with Leia and that other slave thing, fun. slave Leia bikini incoming. <laughs> slave Shan. I'm sure some members of the fandom would like that, but um no, I'm looking forward to this one, mate. Really lo- looking forward to it because it's funny because we did our Boba Fett episode in maybe October. Like, will we get more Boba? Boba. And this was when the rumours were going round now that there was going to be this Boba Fett show. And we were like, oh, yeah, do we need one? Is it going to be any good? Blah, blah. We see him in the Mando, Robert Rodriguez and co. Bring him back. And it's like, yep, this is this is Boba. And now I can't wait. Which, uh, so many people have done this 180, it seems, uh, that, you know, they thought, like me, you know, he's just fine. He's just a guy in a cool-looking suit who gets off very comically in Return of the Jedi. You know, I didn't. I didn't dive into the old EU, the now called Legends, so I wasn't interested in you know the Fett from that side of it. I just knew him from the films um, as a bit of a goon, really. And now <laughs> I've seen him in the Man, and I'm like, yes, now I get it. This is this is Fett. This is quality. Um, and a lot of people have been like that as well. So the idea of him now getting his own show is like potentially r- running the criminal underworld. That's exciting. Uh, Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shand is great. I like her character, and a lot of other people seem to really like her character. Plus, uh, like Jimmy Adams said in our roundtable, she's in the Bad Batch, so are we going to see more of her character going forward? By the sounds of it, yeah. So they were going to invest, and apparently she was mentioned or appeared in one of the latest Bounty Hunter comics as well. So um, I only saw that via a headline, so um, that... I can't believe it was now. It was something like... um, it was like uh, Bosk or something was chosen ahead of Fennec Shan for a mission or something like that. So, but no, I'm I'm excited, mate. Where on earth? What's ha- what's going to happen? We've seen him on his throne, so he's got him and Shanda there. Where, what, what is it? I'm assuming it's like eight to ten episodes. What can they do with the Boba Fett show? Now we know we've got it. What can, what are they going to do with it? Right. So it is a limited series, isn't it? <laughs> and yes. So really, if we try to deconstruct this a wee bit. You know, and I'm sure we're not going to get to all the points here on on this little segment. But really, Boba Fett has literally bought it into uh, what was Jabba's palace and now Bib's palace. You know, <laughs> bowled it in. Bib's Bang! Do you want a drink over your head? Whoosh! Out! Yeah. Out! Done. Laser for, drink. Um. So I suppose there's going to be some people who want to have a slice of that cake yeah who want a bit of the action you know um here hang on here's something mate you know the huts right you'd you'd assume like bib is now bib the hut right bib fortune of the hut maybe but he looks like one um well 
You'd think so. Well, I don't know. I don't actually. I don't, because it's, see, I don't know actually. Right, right. I was thinking that because doesn't Clone Wars kind of make that a bit complicated, right? Because well, I think the, the huts, huts were actually a species. Are, they're but... a race, aren't they? They're a species, yeah. and 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 now Hutter. Yeah, and they're they're very good. They're, their species <laughs> is very good at being gang overlords. Despite not being that athletic, they're very no. threatening to people in their nifts. Apart from that, like weird one from the Clone Wars, like a zero, the hut of his name was. Yeah, yeah the uh, the old um, Virginian. That's <laughs> it. Hey, hey, can't be. I can't do the accent, but uh, hey, I, loved, I really liked it when you got blasted by size noodles. But um, the the huts are mentioned in the High Republic as well. They're not they're not in it, but they're mentioned. So they've been around for a long time, right? Anyway, so yeah, Bib Bib's been killed. So Boba's there. I'm I'm gonna guess that there's gonna be some power struggles. Um, it'd be great to see what Tatooine is doing. I guess. Well, that's the thing. We're seeing more Tatooine. I guess. Oh, no. Tatooine from. Um, so I don't. I don't mind it now because we know that that's the that's the home base of boba yes. Fett and fennec now right it's when with mando it's kind of different because he has free reign to go literally anywhere in the galaxy yeah and he's been to tatooine quite a few times or it feels like that right so it's a bit different it is a bit different but um i suppose yeah i suppose tatooine's like not as as lively as it once was right that that no, yeah. and i think that that point was was consciously made when you know they're going through the streets of uh moss isley or or wherever moss esper um did they go to moss esper i think they uh, did. yes they did yeah yeah um anyway so it, it looks like it's more run down and it looks like a lot of people have just upped and left gone to the core systems for, for work that's the impression i got so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting but the truth is my boy i'm still not 100 percent sure what this show is all about and in, in fact I'm, like who's the bad guy who's the protagonist who, who's yeah. the hero in this who 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 should we be supporting well it's obviously boba but in like what sense mm-hmm. do you know what i mean Maybe, maybe, maybe it is playing into this whole bigger plan, you know, where Mando, Boba, Ahsoka, they all want their own greater good. So greater good. <laughs> they're, they're hanging on Thrawn's coattails here. They want to be part of the greater good. Too. Greater um, good. You know, I think you might be right, mate, in terms of um, people wanting to have a slice of that pie, because it's the only thing I can think of. And again, look, Jay, John and Dave have probably got some grand plan about about what it is but that's the only thing i could think of it overlaps with the mandalorian time period which also overlaps with ahsoka and rangers of the high republic and of course they're going to be out after after so i'm not expecting too much we may get some setups for that as well but um in terms of the story i can only think of it being yeah like boba fett is having to fight off potential uh gangsters but at the same time that doesn't exactly sound very good yeah, I think we'll see him fight his way out the Sarlacc. Oh I yeah, good show. I do think yeah, I that. Think so. Um, but yeah, it, it, do you know what, mate? Do you know what, mate? I'm really interested in what they've got to tell, though. You know, yeah. it's kind of like a mystery, 
And the thing is, mate, with The Mandalorian Season 2 and the way it was just delivered to us, I'm so intrigued to see what happens next. I, I just really want to see what happens next, including what happens with Boba and Fennec. Like, what's... Hang on. What? So he's now the boss now? What What does that mean? What are the implications? Like, who yeah. who, who, who else is going to die? Will we see Cobb Vamp try oh, to... Right? Try to... I don't know. Like, bring justice to a certain area or, or peace and security to a certain area and bob is like no that's against my interest and what i'm trying to do here like what is what is bob's goal because at the beginning of mando he just wanted his armor he just wanted his armor back and we're good mm-hmm. right so now what now he's got that he's got fennec you know <laughs> now what um, interesting. Maybe, maybe for another show, but it's interesting. I'm no, excited right. though. I don't, I don't want to come across like I'm not excited. I am so. Excited. Oh no, you come across as excited, mate. It's obviously just see where where's the story going to go. Is it going to be like Sopranos or Boardwalk Empires type thing? We've got warring kind of factions, or will it be something like that where we get Cobb? Because also, are we going to find out why Boba just didn't go and beat Cobb Vanth up and take his armor back? Where's Slave One parked in all of this? Um, so I'm sure they're going to go into that, but the way that they handled like backstory in the man, though, it was quite quick. So I'm not expecting too much dwelling on how he got out of Sarlacc, why he didn't go after Cobb. I reckon it could be a very quick flashback or a very or a couple of lines of dialogue because uh, John Favreau doesn't uh, and Dave don't seem like the type really who want to spend too much time uh, with the backstory. When that's not a bad thing. We don't need a we don't need an episode to see how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit. I don't need an episode to see how why he didn't go and pour a drink over Cobb Vamp's head. Well, that's you know it. I mean? Well, that's it, mate. Well, we didn't really see an episode of how Cobb got the armor, Boba's armor, in the first place. It's a flashback, right? yeah. You know, we just got a flashback, and it actually it did work quite well, even though Cobb was on a speeder going like fifty miles an hour, but talking like he was just next to him in a coffee shop. Like, yeah, do you want to know um, how I got this armour? Why is yeah. your hair not flapping? Yeah, yeah. Go, on then. go on then, mate. Yeah, that's my biggest criticism of the flipping season. That and really annoys me, that scene. I've seen that scene now, and you are right. Cobb Vamp's perfectly quaffered hair doesn't move in the wind. So um, I hear you there, mate. But, it's yeah, I'm excited. Fox. Oh, he's just a fox. He's just a stud, isn't he? Um <laughs> I, no, I'm excited for it. I, I don't know where it's going to go. That isn't a, like you say. That isn't a to the detriment of our excitement. We just we just don't know. And if any of you guys know where the Boba Fett show might go, we'd absolutely love to hear it. But no, I'm I'm looking forward to that, mate. And yeah, the only thing on that list really was Thrawn Ascendancy, the Marvel Star Wars line. I yeah, I I, I prefer the 2015 one. How that started. This one started off a bit. Meh. Some of the story points are just a bit like. Oh, what are you doing this for? What's the point? Whereas Marvel Darth Vader, I mentioned all last week or the week before, that has that's going places. That's tying things into the sequel trilogy nicely, but not like not stupidly. This it feels vital. Not not like you must read it or else you're missing out. But in terms of it, uh, the side canon, Darth Vader seems like it's doing an awful lot to tie itself in. Uh, Afra. Um, haven't been overly enamoured with this uh, new run of the Afro comics and Bounty Hunters. I haven't really been following. It. I've read them, but I'm not like you. I'm not overly. 
overly bothered by them, but I think there's a lot of potential in them to have this other side of Star Wars, like the underworld, which we may be getting in Boba Fett, to have this kind of like darker underbelly and how the how the other side work. It's a lot of potential for bringing in great characters and great plot points, but they just don't really seem to want to do that in the minute. But they might do. And I know that, again, that comic book seems to have like a fairly devoted uh, legion of fans. But yeah, I think what's the one thing then, mate? You, I know you mentioned the High Republic, but what's the one thing then, which if you could only watch or read or uh, undertake in any of these, what would it be? Come on, mate. Come on. What is it, Matt? Uh, the greater good, surely. <laughs> great good. Great good. Mate, it's the book of Boba Fett. It goes, yeah, it, it is just n- no question. No question, it's Book of Boba Fett, probably followed by Bad Batch with High Republic in a strong third. That is, I would go for, oh, see, I'm tied now because the Book of Boba Fett is up there simply because how good the Mandalorian was. And now this is going to be in the same style, basically. So it's kind of like Mando lights. So I'm looking forward to that. But also the High Republic, mate, I'm so excited to see that where this is going to go. Mm. Uh, the first offering, the first taste was excellent. So that's now made me think, you know what, if it's all going to be like this or at least near this, right? this is going to be boss, mate. So it's a tie between the High Republic and the Book of Boba Fett for me. So um, other than that, the rest is, you know, it's fine. I'm, I'm looking forward to it with those two, especially, mate. <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. Do you know what, mate? If I'm going to take away anything from this, it is the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> Hi, this is Jamie Stangroom. You're listening to the Star Wars Session podcast, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. <sighs> right, 2021 preview is over. And now I think for the greater good, we should head into the Bantina and uh, see what you guys have been saying, shall we? Oh, mate, let's do it. Yes, a couple of pints of Kef beer, a.k.a. The Greater Good. The Greater Good's quite a good name for a, like a cheeky English pint. Um, for those new to the show, each week we, we sit down here in the Bantina with the greatest listeners in the galaxy, which is you guys. We have a couple of the aforementioned Kef beers, and we want to get your thoughts on our main discussion, which, of course, this week is the 2021 offerings. Uh, so here's what you had to say. Yes, absolutely. And to start us off in this very spicy segment of the show, it is our boy, Vikesh Rathod. Let's hear it. Hi, Matt and Luke. Vikesh here. Happy 2021 to you both. I'm quite lucky at the moment because I'm catching up on the last three seasons of The Clone Wars, so... No shortage in Star Wars content for me for now. However, I have seen the trailer for The Bad Batch, which I'm really looking forward to because it will fill the void perfectly after I've finished with The Clone Wars. Also, it looks like we're going to get to see a cheeky bit of Fennec Shand in The Bad Batch, so looking forward to see how her character develops too. A cheeky bit of Fennec Shand indeed uh Vikesh thank you so much for that awesome voicemail mate Matty boy um Vikesh mentioned Clone Wars right mm-hmm. I got a message today from a friend called Phil and Hi, Phil. Phil said is Clone Wars on Disney Plus worth watching 
he is a very casual Star Wars fan, as in he has just started watching Mandalorian this week and he binged it, thoroughly enjoyed it. He likes some of the Star Wars. Um, that's a hard one because I feel, I almost would feel bad saying, yeah, jump in, mate. You're going to love it. And then the first four episodes, he's going to be like, what is this? What yeah. is going on? If Phil wants to feel the thrill, then oh. the best thing to do is to Google, I know it sounds proper silly, but the Clone Wars best arcs. Because some of the arcs in there, like the Umbara arc, the, maybe not, maybe don't start with the Mortis arc, but the Umbara arc and things like that, and the, the Maul stuff and the Mandalore arc, are really quality Star Wars. And you don't always need to know everything that's going on. As long as you've got an understanding that there are clones out there, you yeah. can pretty much go straight in. So you can probably start with some of the better arcs. Because like you say, come the first ones, I've gone back and rewatched them for the Patreon. And with all of the knowledge that we've soaked up over the last few years from the books, games, t- films, comics, uh, movies, video games, all that, those films suddenly mean those Clone Wars episodes, sorry, suddenly mean a lot more now because there's more weight attributed to them from everything else. But for newcomers, it might be a bit of a, a rocky start, especially the first two seasons, which aren't as bad as I remember, but they do get better. So you might be worth googling or asking for some of the better arcs to start with mate i feel like i need to leave him a voicemail explaining that you know what i might even just send him this be like yeah. listen to the pod from sections um what like 55 minutes ish to you know xyz um but yeah thank you vikesh for sending in that spicy message mate what would you say vikesh vikesh what would you say to phil let us know mate that's it, you naughty boy. Let us know. Uh, we also got some written responses, of course, from our social media uh, handles, which we'll give at the end of the show. Johnny Olaf King said, 100% High Republic is what he's looking forward to. Excited to get something new and unknown. New characters not so tied down by what has come before. By the time this episode of the podcast comes out, I'll be reading Light of the Jedi. I certainly hope you enjoy it as much as I do, mate. Welsh Wookiee said, currently awaiting my High Republic book in a day or two. I'm loving that this is hopefully going to fill the void of Mando and distract me from January. But Book of Boba is what has me excited, most excited. Just feels a long way off at the moment. And Ant Goodman said, most excited about the Claudia Gray novel, Into the Dark, and the Mando Season 3 for sure. Uh, I think Mando Season 3 is now coming out in 2022, but it is starting production this year, so we'll give you that one, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all very, very good comments. Uh, up next, Brock Bellinger said, The book of Boba Fett has me thoroughly excited. I can't wait to see what's in store for Boba and Fennec Shand. I'm also looking forward to The Bad Batch, The High Republic, and Thrawn Ascendancy, Greater Good. Very proc. And and lastly, uh, Nor How Quella said, Anything with Fennec Shand on it. She rules. Thank you very much for all those spicy comments, guys. So you're a queen, Nor. Uh, and as, uh, throughout the comments, there's been a lot, a lot of excitement for the Book of Boba Fett and the High Republic as well, which is pretty handy. Plus, there has also been a fair few mentions for Thrawn Ascendancy, the greater good. So a lot of you out there are looking forward to it. And again, the, the last one, Chaos Rising, was surprisingly decent. All of them have been good, but none of them have really risen above the level of good for me. Chaos Horizon is probably the best of the four so far. So, you know, greatly good may end up being no, good. But, um, yeah, so a lot of excitement <laughs> for Book of Boba Fett and the High Republic. But like Luke said, thank you, everybody, 
for sending in your uh, messages. If you didn't get featured this week, we will certainly look to feature you on one of the upcoming episodes of The Band Tina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. <laughs> so good. So good, Danny boy. Yes. Yes. So good. <laughs> yes, that's right. We are in the spiciest part of the Bantina where our patrons get to ask us a Patreon question. That's right. And to kick us off, it is our boy, Luke Summerfield, with a uh, naughty little number. He's asking us, Matt. He asks us, what are both of your theories on where Grogu is during the sequel trilogy? Mine is he could be with Ahsoka or Ezra, or he could be on Mandalore. What are you thinking there, Matty Boy Hudson? Any of those could be true there, King of Wales, mate. Um, I don't think he's with Luke Skywalker still during the sequel trilogy because he obviously not in The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens because Luke's on the island. But I think, I hope he's with Din. I hope at some point they um, get back together. You know, Din said, you know, we'll see each other again. He promised him. You never promise a child something because I don't forget. Um, so I think he's going to be with Din. Hopefully he's retired. Maybe he's retired to Sorgan. And he's gone back to that village and he's living a quiet life together together with the, the widower. Um, so I think I think he's with Din, the Mando. I, hopefully he's not with uh, Luke when the temple gets destroyed as it did in the uh, Rise of Kylo Ren. So I think I think he's with Din Djarin. He could be of Ahsoka or Ezra, but Ahsoka didn't seem overly keen on taking him for the very good reasons she gave. So I think it would be a bit odd if she suddenly turned around and was like, oh no, Luke, Luke's seen him. Okay, I'll have him now. Uh, so I think he's going to be with Din. But what about you, mate? Um, right. Un- unfortunately, I have to hijack that answer because that that was actually my answer. <laughs> I, I really, I, I can't, I can't see there being any other options. I really can't. It has to be Grogu with Din. Surely, right? Surely. Um, I think that is actually going to play into the whole story of the Mandalorian series um i'm still convinced i'm yet to see another compelling argument that grogu will be alive and well during uh the sequel trilogy (laughs) and he's gonna end up with with ray and finn Mm -hmm. english rose ray right that's that's where he's gonna end up and din's just gonna sit back and like an old geezer on a rocking chair with his helmet off Yep. Watching them train and stuff. And he's going to be like, that's my boy. <laughs> that's why I think. Oh, like, retired Mando. Listen, Matt, John Favreau and Dave Filoni aren't, aren't sitting in an office right now thinking, do you know what? How are we going to kill off Grogu? <laughs> how, can like, we, yeah, how can we kill off this money making machine in the most absurd way? They're not going to do it, are they? They're not going to do it. I do think the Ahsoka thing could be accurate. Mm-hmm. But Matt, but but Lukey boy, let me um, I seize your question. I seize you, but let me raise you. Ahsoka, Ezra, do you think they're going to be alive during the sequel trilogy? Are you assuming they're going to be alive? Mm. Hey, 
I reckon they're going to get killed. You heard, it, you heard it here, mate. This time last year and before, I was saying we're going to see Matt Luke Skywalker at some point in The Mandalorian. It's given me more chutzpah. It's given me more confidence. <laughs> With I'm his like, right. Yeah, I'm like, right, hang on. <laughs> what else? Our well-placed sources giving us all this stuff here. Yeah, I, I actually, I could honestly see Ahsoka dying in, in at the end of our show or something. Or maybe at the end of like the like their team up show. Yeah, 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 yeah. The crossover. Dying for well, to save uh Ray or something from um oh button button eyes. Oh um Best Bin. Oatry, that's his best name. Bin. <laughs> best Bin. Yeah. Oatry of Best Bin. Um yeah, I mean I, I we mentioned before that a lot of certain parts of the canon and the Mando are putting story first. A lot of the time, so it's not they're not necessarily prioritising one thing over the other, and that's what I hope they. You know, if they are going to offer the baby, that sounds awful. If they are going to kill Grogu, then as long if it, if it makes sense for the story, then do it, do it. We don't just because who cares if it sells toys? Who cares if it sells merch? That's what Star Wars has had levelled at it for forty years. Let's not put merch and. Uh, toys and lunchboxes ahead of telling a good story, and I know there's me preaching to one of the most one of the richest companies in the world who likes making a bit of bunts. But you know, if they can prioritise story, and it means that Baba has to go, then it will obviously be for the greater good. No <laughs> pun intended. But uh, I'm interested, mate. I think he'll be alive, but I mean, they, they may have to jump through a few holes to say where he is, or they could just say he, you know. He, you know, the Jedi were gone by this time. Nobody, ever, you know, Luke had disappeared. He, you know, he just went into a normal life with the Mando. There was no Jedi path to follow. So, so for, there is an easy way out of it. Uh, and then after the sequel trilogy, he might have heard of Luke's sacrifice and be like, you know what? I'm 80 now, or whatever he'd be. I feel like picking up the reins now, going to find, going to find this Ray girl and starting again. You don't, who knows? Turns up for the Battle of Exegol. Yeah, it gets blown up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he turns up for the celebration at the end. Hey, what did I miss? Yeah, gets a drink over his head. Big That's time, it. big There's time. Him, him and that little geezer. I've forgotten his name now. It's really bad. Hey, guy. Oh, Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Yeah, they can hang out. Grogu and Babu Frick. But um, yeah, it's a good question. A good reverse question. Ahsoka and Ezra. Are they still going to be around by the sequel trilogy? Interested to hear you guys' thoughts. Um, new patron Steve Misrandir. He asked one which I can only assume is absolutely directed at Luke Bly. He, uh, he asked, what's your favourite item at a fast food place that was only around for a limited time, mainly McDonald's? So, Luke, right. what say you? <laughs> I don't know why. I'm now suddenly the house expert of, uh, <laughs> of fast food. Junk food, yeah. Right, hang on. The thing is, the crazy thing is, I do get, I love a bit of the old limited run stuff. I'm all over it. Um, listen, Steve, McDonald's, I kind of have a love-hate. It's not even love-hate. It's not even that exciting. I have a like-dislike relationship with McDonald's, to be honest, Steve. I find McDonald's is, like, consistently okay. You know, <laughs> I never leave <laughs> McDonald's going, oh, mate, that was absolute filth. Loved that. Like, I don't do that. I had a curry the other day from Mintu. Bazardon got it delivered 20% off. Just eat. Did Love somebody the say, just eat? Um... You're missing out the Snoop Dogg song as well. Banging. Absolutely banging. It was crazy. I never do that with McDonald's. 
now listen steve if if you're telling if you really if you really push me for an answer the double quarter pounder pretty good bear in mind bear in mind steve that our exclusives over here are different to the ones you get in america because i I think old stevie boys over in massachusetts usa um so yeah maybe the double quarter pounder i listen i don't get all like mad on mcdonald's i'll tell you something else though mate i have brought the heat on something else (laughs) i go crazy Uh, i go i start to go absolutely mental when Taco Bell, because I'm going for something similar, right? I'm, I'm assuming you want something similar. So forget McDonald's. Let's go to uh, Taco Bell. When Taco Bell bring out their naked chicken taco, I go mental. Matty boy, you know, like a taco shell, right? Yes. Imagine that. But it's it's instead of a shell, it's actually like fried chicken. Oh, right. And so yeah, in the middle... Going. In the middle, there's just the salad and veg and cheese, right? So that's your meat. The meat isn't in the taco. The taco is the meat. Now, now, hang on. Wall there. Wall there. Don't stop now. Don't stop now, Matty boy. We spice it up a little bit. I tell them, I'll have a naked chicken taco, please. They'd put it, but hang on, mate. Before you finish that, let me add something on there. They're like, oh, okay, that's a bit different. I'm like, yes, it is different. I want I want something a bit different, please. Can you put the shredded Mexican chicken inside of the naked chicken taco, please? They're like, what, what, like how you would with a normal... Yes, like with a normal taco. So the chicken shell adds more Mexican chicken <laughs> inside. And then salad on top. Yes, please. Thank you very much. Don't judge me. That is absolute filth. Call it whatever you want. Call it the Blilo special. I don't care. It's delicious. Go to Taco Bell in Basel and ask for the Blilo special, and they all, they all take a step back and put a hand to their chest, like, <gasps> like you as well. Time. It's only when they're on. It's only when they're doing the naked tacos. They don't always do them. But there we go, mate, boy. There we go. What, what an answer. You, well, you mentioned Steve's from Massachusetts. Every time I think Massachusetts, I think Boston. I then think the Boston cream donut, and I get excited about that, even though that originated in New England. So, I don't know. How did that work? Boston, um, Boston's in New England, though, right? Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. New England isn't a state. New England is a group of a few states, right? There you go, then. So in that case, like, I've been schooled. It's like Ham- New Hampshire, region, isn't it? Massachusetts, yeah. New York. Rhode Island, if I say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the old colonies, I think, right? Or most of them, like that northeast. Again, let Steve, let us know if we're wrong. Could be amazing. Wrong. Every word of what I've just said was wrong. Um, <laughs> so Boston cream, mate. Um, yeah, for that is a quality answer for me. I'm not a massive. I used to like McDonald's when I was younger. I don't like it quite as much anymore. I don't know if the states have managed to keep their McDonald's tasting nice because the ones over here taste a bit, a bit ropey. Um, I uh, the McRib basic, but I make I love a McRib. Oh. Um, processed mush but i love it a couple of years ago they did this new york bagel stack burger which i actually quite enjoyed it was a bagel with two burgers cheese bacon there's like pepper mayonnaise it was quite nice actually mcdonald's um i'd happily go and splash a fiver on that again but like you mate in terms of uh, what i would bring back if i could use a magical dream stone allow wonder woman 84 (laughs) i would bring back dunkin donuts in chelmsford because i used to keep that place running (laughs) <laughs> basically and then i went there one day and it closed oh, but they're opening up other franchise they're opening up other stores around the uk 
and I go on Instagram and I send them a message. Please bring back the Chelmsford branch, and so far they've ignored my request. So I want Dunkin' Donuts back in Chelmsford as soon as possible because I that's my favourite brand of donuts, and I need them. I need them. I had a uh, Dunkin' Donuts in New York one time, and I was I was actually a wee bit disappointed, but take that back. I know. But I don't think I had the right donut, mate. I had like a, it was like a brownie donut, and it was, it was a lot. It was like, not not like monetarily. It was like cheap as chips, mate. It was donuts. This was heavy. But I was like, mate, this is a lot. Like you should have got the Boston cream, which originated in California, I believe. Uh, you should have got one of those. Um, <laughs> where my my boy JB John Burke, who I pod with, he has a he has a Dunkin' Donuts around the corner. And he's a teacher, so when he goes to and from, he doesn't get a donut, but he usually gets a coffee. But just yeah. a word, just telling him his life story. But just hearing the word Dunkin' Donuts once a week just really makes me just my blood boil because we don't have one around here anymore. Do you, do you know what, though? What's mental, right? When my friends from California have come to the UK, there are things, things yep. there are things that like American products we have in the UK that they don't have in California. Yeah. Like Dunkin' Donuts isn't in California. Oh, that's mad. Okay. Or, or it's not super popular. It's just not really a thing. Just like how you can get in and out in California, but not in mm-hmm. like the east, not on the east coast. East coast, yeah. Love it, mate. Love their fast there's, food culture. There's a donut king it. in Basildon. There's a donut king around the corner from where I live. That's actually an Australian branch of donut franchise. Shut which up. Is a, no, it's, way. It, is, it is. It's one of the biggest in Australia, and it's just come to Essex out of all the places. They love it, didn't they? They do I love, love it. a donut king. Nah, mate. Quality. Quality. We went off, we went off tangent there, but yeah, that's what we think, Steve. Let us know what you guys think. <laughs> no, he's loving it. Uh, but to be honest, Steve, uh, maybe in a future question, ask us about British snacks, and we'll, we'll give you the lowdown. <laughs> we'll give you the lowdown. Maybe one day we might mail you some. You never know. Uh, up next, last but not least, at all, it is our boy from Down Under. It is Darth Dildo who asks. What would be your ideal real-life conversation to interrupt by randomly asking, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> it's a simple one, Matty boy. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, can you handle it? Can you handle this question, Matty uh, boy? Well, I could think of two. Obviously, one of them would have been... <laughs> it's going to sound awful, but... Um, I would have loved it when uh, when Olivia was being born, if they, if they were asking, you know, we need to do this, the mid- midwives are rushing around, you know, we need to do this, can you check this? And just to say... What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Just to have a, a room full of angry midwives just look at me like they wanted to string me up. Or just at the end of any meeting, any meeting when, when the question is asked, uh, do we have any other business or can we wrap up? Hand up. Uh, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Uh, just because at, at the end of the meeting mm. is the moment where everyone's like, please don't, please nobody ask a question. We just want to get out of here. Please, please, please. Just to ask that question, just to see the reaction on everybody's face when you, the horror of you putting your hand up, well, you don't do that in meetings, and then having that inane question asked. But if I had the cojones, I would absolutely love to ask that question at the end of a, end of a business meeting. What about you, big boy? Right. Okay. Um, so... I'm around my nan's, yeah? And I'm having a cup of coffee. She's having a tea. A few biscuits. I get a phone call. Uh, Luke, you better come home. This is this is 2017? Okay. 2016? Oh, 
no, what's on? What's going on now, Mum? Luke, you just better come home. <sighs> all right then, drive home, drive home. Right, okay, what's this all going to be about? Mum's sitting there. She's crying her eyes out. My mum's friend's there as well. Susie's there. She's crying her eyes out. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, Luke, um, Purdy has uh, had to be put down. Now, Purdy was a princess, Matt. You know, forget about Leia. Yes. Purdy, Purdy was a princess. Our little cat. Our little cat. James, my brother. He knows all about Purdy, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just mum's just going into details. Like, oh man, yeah, she started walking funny. It was just, it was, you know, it was just the right time. And I was like, man. Someone needed to stand up and show some compassion, didn't they? Yeah. And um, I sit down there, Darth, and I look at my mum in the eyes. She has big brown eyes, my mum. And, uh, What about the uh, droid attack? What? The uh, droid attack on the Wookiee? Huh? (laughs) You could cut that tension with a knife. And he's like, what are you going on about, Luke? What what about the uh, droid attack on the Wookiees? Because Sheik's under fire. Didn't Master Yoda can't hide out by himself? And then... And then I start going mental. I start losing it. I'm being like, how dare you? How dare you be so upset about Purdy, your Princess Purdy, when there's me and... needs our help. Wookies. Yeah? All being sent to Minban. Don't know why. Don't know why. Because. Why? Why is he there? Why are loads of Wookies being imprisoned in Minban? I don't know. But they are. Do they? So that's it. Either that or maybe, I don't know, like during a mortgage meeting or something <laughs> what um yeah something like that Darth it's a good one though mate maybe we could film ourselves doing it oh mate like a prank and we'll put it on uh, we'll put it online or something yeah let's do it should we, should we, should we actually issue, issue the challenge to everyone now yeah. send us we'll give you the links at the end send us your a video or audio if that's what you can do of you interrupting or dropping what about the droid attack on the Wookiees into a conversation? Uh, disclaimer, try not to do anything too morbid, though. But we'd love to hear if you can get it in and just uh, people's reaction. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. No no dead cats, people. That's the moral <laughs> of the story here. We're all, yeah. we're all for the greater good, okay? <laughs> Ascendancy. Mate, well, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try and get it. Try it. If you can as well, I'm going to film myself doing it. Anybody out there, please do join in and we can have the the droid attack on the Wookiees challenge um, that, uh, that Dylan, our boy from Down Under, originated. So you may have started something. Look what you have made, um, Dylan. So um, everybody out there, we'd love to hear your answers to those questions. Grogu, favourite fast food place that is only for a limited time item. And what? how would you interrupt a conversation with what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? One step further, we want to we hear you do it. We want to visually see it or hear you do it. So um, send it to the links we're going to give in a minute. But... Thank you so much for sending in those Patreon questions, one and all, and we look forward to answering another load in next week's show. But, bartender, this is it for this week. Sorry about the mess. We'll be back again next week for The Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game. 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Star Wars Sessions game. Every week there is a game at the end of our podcast, and this week is my turn to host it. Matty Boy, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be, my friend. First game of 2021. The first game of 2021, it's, uh, it's, it's a spicy one. It is an original. It is the first time we're playing this game. It's Ooh. called the Star Wars Sessions X Factor. Have you got the X wow. Factor, Matty Boy? No. Maybe. We'll find out. Maybe. Well, what you were just doing is pretty much what you're going to be doing, mate. I'm, I'm your judge, and there may be some other judges in the room too. Okay. okay. Um, and you have to sing to us. Excellent. And, or, or, or hum or whatever. Just do, you have to display your your talents. Sessions got talent, maybe. Okay. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Whatever it is. Uh, Matty boy, first challenge. Um, I don't know. Uh, George, do you want to do you want to say what you want to do? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, okay, Matt. So we really need to uh, we really need to hear you say uh, sing uh, yup now, please. <clears throat> I don't know the words, but I'll give it a good go. Uh, Yup nup, eat you to yup nup. Yup. Uh, ah yeah, something like that. Anyway, mate. Yep, you're through to the next round, buddy boy. You're going to a villa in Canvey. Yes, yes. They got a good chippy down there. They have, mate. They have. They 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 love it down there. Uh, right. Your your next song, mate. Um, is we we we're gonna change it up. Um, Anthony Daniels. Uh, what what's he doing? Oh well. Um, yes. Uh, in the next round, you have to do across the stars. Uh, it's my favourite song, and I think I've gone black. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> wow that yeah, is angelic that's range that is angelic it was like there was a mix of boss nass <laughs> and london <laughs> like it, it everything it was all there it was all there matty boy for 10 points in this imaginary game can you do for us Jabba Flow? Oh, I don't know how that goes. Um, well, there we go. Um, On solo. That's how bad the song goes. Do you know what? That's really good. That is well done, mate. Do you know what? I was thinking that's going to be a hard one to do, but now you smash that. What do you reckon? Thanks, mate. Yeah, no, uh, he did. He did really good. Next time, maybe uh, faster, more intense. (laughs) Yeah, for the greater good. That's it. Yeah, it's all for the greater good. Boy, that that's it, mate. Flying colours, and and. We're going to give you a record label deal. Um, we're going to ship you to an apartment in um, Hosnian Prime. Excellent. Uh, excellent. I've heard nothing bad ever happens there. That's right. That's right. But that's it, Matty Boy. It's a simple game in a simple universe. 
It was a wonderful game. I'm now going to be going to front up the Galactic Go Compare adverts with pipes like that. So um, that was a good idea, mate. I was slightly worried when he said sing, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't sing. Um, but I think I've, I think I've held the Hudson name proud with that one, mate. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. I, of course, you are. The Hudsons are keen on a bit of the old musicals. So um, big shout out, big love. They are, but not to that kind of level. So I, I imagine my brother's probably listening now and he's probably just, you know, he's given up. He's, thro- he's burnt his guitars. You don't get to those heights, you know, from sheer work. You either have it or you don't. Maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Whatever it is, that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, episode 96. But the fun doesn't end there. No, no, no. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? You can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, the lot. Just search Star Wars Sessions. We'll be on there. Feel free to drop us an email to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And please, if you want to consider supporting the show further, check out our Patreon patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions from only two dollars a month you can get loads of extra content and secure the future of this podcast yep and we want to hear your draw attack on the wookies as well so send your send your entries to that uh to those email addresses or social handles or whatever you want to uh you were on anchor fm spotify apple podcast stitcher tune in everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast we're there and if you love our show please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcasts. We're on there thus far. It's awesome. Uh, So please drop us a review there if you have a spare 30 seconds as well, because it helps the show grow, gets more listeners in, and we get to speak to you guys each and every week because of it. So thank you once again. Apple Podcast guys, get those reviews in, you spicy, filthy lot. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell Maz Kanata, tell your Ewok, tell your cousin the more the merrier, the castle spicier. That's it. Tell the Jabba Flow Band as well. This is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke, may the force be with you always. Luke, Luke, Faber, Jello, beef it up. Beef it up. <laughs> they are Essex based podcast heroes. I'm investing in Disney because that's my retirement fund. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>